What's up, guys? We are back for another commentary. This is our second Crockett recording this because we had just had some tech issues, but I was going to tell Manny, or I actually did tell Manny, that Manny always calls these an episode of Dick and... Of, uh, let's try it again. Manny you always said call- Dick and Manny's? D- Dick and Manny's. <laughs> Dick and Mommy's, apparently, as, uh, as we learned before the show. But anyway... You always call these Nick, an episode of Nicky Manny's Infinite Commentaries when our branding on the podcast feed does not suggest that is the name at all. The only place that we actually have them named that is in the playlist on YouTube, which we haven't updated the playlist in a hot minute either. Yeah, we gotta do that soon, eventually. We should probably get better at our branding, maybe. Yeah, I'll go through it tonight and go. No, I mean I've been there. I've been managing it for a while on the channel. I still have like two more uploads, and then we'll be fully caught up on there. But yeah. Anyway, hi guys. We're back. This is our first commentary in a while. I think since before WangerCon, so it's been like over a month now. I think Bean Girls was the last commentary that we actually did. So we are back for another commentary, and this has a special reason behind it. So in our Discord, if you're not in our Discord, gonna tell you what we have going on in there. Each week, someone in the Discord has what we call a palooza, so they can take over the week. Each day, they can suggest something new. It could be music, a, a game, uh, a YouTube video, a podcast, just anything that they're passionate about. They can suggest that on any given day of the week, and they can make everybody, they can basically assign to everybody else, like a book club and stuff like that. So, this coming week, uh, the Monday that we're going to be uploading this is when my Palooza starts in the Discord. And the first thing that everyone's going to be watching is this documentary, which is my favorite documentary of all time, which is The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters, from I believe 2005 was when it was released. The YouTube video that we're watching this on says 2001, but it was a few years later than that, I'm pretty sure. This is a documentary that I've seen many, many times in my life. I watched it first in high school, and it's been one of my favorites ever since. The final paper that I ever wrote in college for my documentary class was about this movie, and I can get into some of that as we go. But I've always been a huge fan of this. It's very silly in a lot of ways, particularly because of the subject matter, but it approaches the subject matter itself with a lot of love, and I really... Just really love how goofy this whole thing is. I'm going to be laughing a lot at this commentary. I don't know how much you'll be laughing. Have you seen this before? No, but I know what it's about, and I know yeah. the story behind it and stuff. Yeah, and uh, one thing we'll bring up after is that the story of this continued well after the documentary ended. Uh, we can go get into that at the end. We'll go chronologically, but yeah, it's sort of interesting how and this is what i wrote about how the documentary basically kind of took on a life of its own well after it had actually come out and affected the people's lives who were involved in it for years and even decades after it came out so this is something that i feel like the, a lot of people who have seen it really love and a lot of people don't know about it and a lot of people do know and just haven't watched it like you so i'm curious how you're going to feel about it i'm going to be very happy this entire way through because i just love this thing so much we'll see how i feel because <laughs> nick's happiness brings me nothing but pain yeah this is actually just a very depressing documentary. I would not be surprised. Nick just has like a four-hour documentary about paint drying. <laughs> Sounds like something Nick. But it just has like voiceover of random stuff. And it's like, just McLovin going for four hours saying, What's up, gangsters? What's up, gangsters? It's just that for four hours. Yeah, I, I could assign like the Andy Warhol thing, like the eight-hour Andy Warhol film, whatever. I can't remember what it's called. Or what it's about, but it's literally just a still shot showing like a building for eight hours. I'm not going to assign that. I've never watched that either, but maybe one day if I'm really, really bored. But yeah, Nick is going to watch that before he watches Wizard of Oz. <laughs> for the sake of the bit, there's an above zero percent chance of that. Joy. All right, are you all ready for this? Law ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Ooh, folks, so... that's a good one to make people watch. I'll talk about it later. I just Ooh. thought of something that I could make people watch. Interesting. Okay. 
Okay. Interesting. We can talk about that later, as you said. Um, so we are watching this. This is available in full on YouTube. There is a channel that has it uploaded as of this recording. That is how we're watching this. You can also rent it, I believe, uh, on YouTube as well. But there is a video with the full movie uploaded on there. So if this if this podcast gets you taken down, I'm very sorry about that. But this is how we're watching it. This is how I watched the movie for the past couple of years. So that is where we're watching it. You search the movie, full movie, and it should be one of the first couple of videos that you find. All right. We are ready. In three, two, one, go. Go. Now, Nick, do you like how it says on my computer, activate Windows, go to yeah, I was going to bring this up. Windows. So I'm watching Manny's screen because he has YouTube Premium, and I feared that we would get ads embedded in this video. Um, so, yeah, on, on his when he screen shares, I always see the activate Windows in the bottom right corner, which annoys the absolute shit out of me. I'm never going to activate it. Look at this guy. The mullet. Ugh. Billy Mitchell, Donkey Kong champion. Nick, are you going to pay the price for Halo competitive gaming? Oh, I haven't even got myself ranked in the latest season of Halo Infinite. Mm. I played a lot of placement matches, and I did pretty well. This is a war Love universe. when things start with war. all the time. There may be other universes, but ours seems to be based on war and games. Well, the MS Burrows. Love when Is he like a general or something? Probably. I don't actually know. Look at that stash. What a stash. Have you done cards or checkers? Uh, yes, I played checkers. I have not played chess. Um, and I played a couple different card games. Mm. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. I play video games. Uh, it me. I guess I do drink, actually. Oh, Walter Day. I see that you're good at Centipede. You ever have a girl come up and say, hi, you're good at this particular video game? No, but someone did compliment my Centipede once. Mm. I'm kidding. <laughs> I thought it was Tom Cruise Maverick. USA. 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 <laughs> Billy is very patriotic. Look at the fucking Statue of Liberty on his tie. Yeah. All like I don't know if all, but most of his shirts and or ties are patriotic themed. He created his own brand for himself after becoming champion, as you can see. Mm -hmm. What a title card. Look at that joystick. Just going to leave that clean. Yep. <laughs> what are your experiences with some old school arcade games like this? I've played all of them, but Defender. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the same. At least with the ones that they showed there, I have not played Defender. Yeah, and I've played Frogger and Asteroids Frogger. and like that ball game where you bounce it and it gets stuff off. I've played all those. Okay. You enjoy going to arcades? 
Yes, but I don't go to arcades often. I don't either. You have to memorize the pattern. Mm-hmm. This guy wearing his Doom 3 shirt, firmly cementing this in 2004-2005. But released in 2008. Hmm? Said but released in 2008. I'm pretty sure Doom 3 released in 04. Yes, but the documentary released in 2008. No, I think the documentary was 2005. Can you tell me what that says right there? 2008. Let me look. The Okay, 2007, actually. I was actually wrong. Premiered at the 07 Sundance Film Festival and released in theaters in August 07. There you go. That's fine. I always thought it was... I think this takes place in 05. Yes. Released in 07. You know, didn't that just say 06? (laughs) That guy's... It uh, it does take, take place at least over a few months, I know. Yeah, so this guy, Steve, with all his books behind him, he and Billy were old rivals turned friends. Oh, look at that stash. I hate him so fucking much, Manny. I didn't know that. (laughs) You can't tell? No. Kansas City! Oh, bogus. We need to use the word bogus more. Do we? Bro looks stoned out of his mind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what happens when you look at the fucking arcade screen for 10 hours in a row. Mm Mm-hmm. Billy was good. Is the moral of the story here. Was he, though? We'll find out. We'll find out. (laughs) This tie doesn't look very patriotic. Mm. It was a bunch of flowers. Do they not like flowers in the good old US of A? No. Okay. Confess. Confess. I just, I mean, part of it's probably that, you know, me, you and I are younger and obviously than, than they were here and games are so much different. But like, would you have the patience to to get that good and also keep playing through those same levels of a basic arcade game so many times? Um, no, but I mean, currently what I'm doing with Fotsum is mm-hmm. kind of the same thing because I've played through Lego Batman with him twice by myself another two times doing it on friday and then doing it on sunday again Mm. i still feel it because it's like obviously a much more modern game there's more variables and i think that makes it a bit more fun to replay over and over again to an yes but like but i think like the difference is aiming to finish something like for us it's aiming to get under a certain time yeah and then keep improving upon that so that could also be like i mean it's similar to this what they're doing which is trying to maximize as much as you can in the game and honing your skills as best you can to complete it in a very Mm -hmm. specific way rather than just you know replaying through a game multiple times that you've played through 
You ever have your, you ever have someone interview your dad and he just said, man, he's a winner. You know, I don't know. That <laughs> might be something that my dad has said at some point. I don't know. But I love my dad. My dad's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's just always made me laugh because it's like, we interviewed Billy's parents. They say Billy's a winner. No shit. Thoughts on hot sauce, Manny? Not really my thing. Not really my thing either. Okay, I'm sure you know about, like, athletes being on Wheaties boxes. Have you ever actually eaten Wheaties? Wheaties are shit. I've never even eaten them. I've had, like, frosted mini wheats and stuff like that, and they're just garbage. I forget about this. Let's see. He was also good at multiple games. He's multifaceted, Manny. Mm-hmm. He's the perfect to, man. I was about to say, you played... What are you? Are you a Subway Surfers kid? Is that what you are? I I was more. Are so you a Temple Run? Kid. Okay, I played both. I play a okay. lot of Temple Run. I played that first and Subway Surfers like a year later or so. Did you ever play? I think it's called like Pac Man Run or something like that. I don't think so. So basically, the screen like moves up in like a vertical direction, and you're Pac Man, and you're going through a maze trying to progress through it, and there are like different mm. power ups and stuff. Okay. Did you play the Mario one? The Pac Man Two Fifty Six. That's what okay. it's called. I'm more of a uh, Pac-Man did, 99 guy on the Nintendo Switch. I did play Mario Mario Run, by the way. Yeah, I played like one mission of it, and I'm like, oh, this is new Super Mario Brothers, but worse. I now have downloaded Pac-Man 256. All right, we're <laughs> going to play it on the air. On the air. So we have the juxtaposition between our two our protagonist and our antagonist. This is the hero of the story. Steve Weeby, or Weeby, depending on who you ask, he's down on his luck. And uh, they spent the first five, ten minutes establishing how awesome at everything Billy is. Just to set up this underdog story that we got here. And the game has crashed on me. F. Did not even log in. Let's see. Does this game even still have support? That's we are about question. to find out. I mean, it makes sense. They're kind of juxtapositions of each other. Not that you can't be both. Yeah. But, but the movie really leans into that framing. Mm-hmm. That was the main crux of the paper I did was that there's a clear hero and a clear villain, and they sometimes go over the top with the filmmaking to establish that even more so. And I talked about how that would actually affect people, like subjects of stuff like this in life after the documentary, because obviously more fan than either of them ever had. Yeah. We're in, folks. All right. So we're going to hit play and 
We're going up to the left, up, right, up, left, got cherries, and we died. I, for some reason, thought <laughs> that that would allow me to eat a ghost. I'm stupid, folks. All right, so we're going to keep playing. Yes, I have unlocked power-ups. Yes, I know how to He do wanted this. to pitch, but he couldn't pitch, folks. It is tragic. Yikes. It's hard out here. Look at him playing that N64. His kid's like, bruh, can we do literally anything else with our time? Boeing! Ramon! Anytime I hear anything about planes, I think of Ramon now. I died once again. 298. Unfortunate. Mm. Oof. Laid off the day he signed papers on his house, Manny. This man is down on his luck. He is a true underdog. All-American boy. You ever been regaled, Manny? No. No. At least not that I'm aware of. Mm. Billy Mitchell's been regaled. Yeah, but he's Billy Mitchell. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Billy Mitchell. I think that hair is a little longer, a little too long to properly call it a mullet. I, yeah, I mean, sure. There we go. All right. We are on a great streak right now, by the way, folks. Good. Donkey Kong. It is fascinating that, like, modern gaming as we know, it kind of came from this game right here. I mean, it really all started with Pong, if you think about it. It did, but, you know, but yeah, you had Donkey Kong here, and that gave you Mario. You raised your voice, so I decided to raise my voice accordingly. <laughs> and yes. become ten times more nasally. Uh-oh, I'm about to get stuck. I'm oh. about to get caught, and I got caught. 2803. That'll be the end for us. I just wanted an okay run. He's walking us through the science of playing Donkey Kong. Well, I mean, Every there really is a science, you know. You gotta <laughs> input. You gotta. You gotta see how long the input delay is between when you push the button and how and when Mario actually jumps. Yeah. Every time I watch this movie, I go on the Switch Online app or whatever, and I try and play Donkey Kong again, and I always suck really bad and get bored within about ten minutes. Hmm. You'll never get past the third elevator, Manny, because you're a fucking loser. That's what he's saying there. Gotcha. As uh, I believe his name is Mark Watney in the in the Martian would say once again, he's not seeing the shit out of this. The you Martian know, I've never commentary. Seen the Martian? Mark? What? Yeah, like here here's the thing. They like a lot of my friends are like, "Oh yeah, we watched The Martian in school and all that stuff." We never saw the Mar like we were never shown The Martian. Hmm. He was a basketball, is what she said. Mm. So he's Spider-Man in The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, you light up that cigarette inside your home during an interview, buddy. Bro looks like he listens to uh Smash Mouth. <laughs> 
He looks like he's in Smash Mouth. But his, I, I know his name wasn't Chad, but I'm going to call him Chad from now I believe on. it was Mike, if you're talking about the first guy, not the second guy they cut to. Mike Shinoda? Mike Thompson, I think. Who's who's the guy you just referred to? Mike Shinoda was in Lincoln Park. Okay. Not right now, Derek! I'm sorry, I just remembered this after years and years and years. Good to hear. You don't share my love for that classic Collider Live soundbite? Not right now, Derek! Yeah? <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing this right now. Yes, we are. Are we? Yeah. That drum set seems really low, doesn't it? Yes, but I... Oh, I thought you were going to do the soundbite like yeah, again. <laughs> no, but I also feel like it's more for his son than yeah. him, but sure. Bro, this is giving me some real... According to my calculations... Whiplash? Vibes. No. Oh. I was going to say, it sounds like Whiplash vibes with this constant editing and the... Uh, and just the fact that he's playing the drums. Mm. You have to have deep comprehensive intelligence to play a video game. Brian. Oh, Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian's one of my favorite people in this entire movie. Bro, we're watching Too Fast, Too Furious because Brian really said cuh. I, I believe his name is pronounced Koo. Bro, it's spelled Ka. That's how I we're said, saying it. I said forget it. about a Koo. I said forget about a Koo. You've heard the you've heard the stories about like how they got sued for Donkey Kong because it is King Kong. Premise-wise. Yes. As such a fascinating mess. Lawsuits in general are fascinating I know. messes. But that one, like, you got a legitimate claim to that one. It's not it's not bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is like mm-hmm. when Dexter had to go outside when I lived at home during the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, these are equivalent. Ma, get the camera. Ma, get the camera. Get the camera, Ma. I appreciate the effort they put into the subtitles there. Mm-hmm. God, that's how old this movie is. They were sending VHS tapes. Yep. Didn't have a capture card. Transcendental meditation. We got some David Lynch shit up in here. I think this is the only time he's not wearing his referee shirt. So dude's a nutcase, correct? Walter Day? Yes. It depends on your thoughts on transcendental meditation.
And here's a personal opinion question. When you show someone's name in a documentary, do you think you need to keep doing it after the first time? After about 10 minutes, yes. If you haven't okay. seen them for about 10 minutes, give them a refresher. Okay. I was wondering how you felt because they're showing names again here. And I'm like, I feel like we've seen these guys recently enough that you don't need to. Yeah, depends. I think most of the people they talk to are memorable enough that I remember them and who they're associated with and all that. Smokey, this isn't Nam. This is this is Twin Galaxies. There are rules here. There are rules. This is a good beat. What a not great lie. video. <laughs> yeah. Better than anything I've ever edited. Wow. So true, King. I know. Why is it so close on his face? <laughs> That's a tight close-up they've got. Tight. Tight, tight, tight. Oh, you saw that by now, didn't you? I did? You didn't have a moment with Tuco taking some drugs in Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yes. Okay. Blue, pink, yellow, whatever it is, man. Just keep giving me whatever that is. Ah, Robert. It looks like Paul Giamatti to me. Do you see it? I can see it. Bro, is that a Duke controller? Oh, hell yeah. I thought I saw an Xbox in there. That controller was bigger than me when I tried to play it as a kid. I de yeah, that's definitely a Duke controller. Come on, scroll. Go back a little bit. Go back a little bit. Ma, get look the at camera. Green, Pan over those, to the Duke. Look at those green cases. You got to work out when you're watching these videos, verifying them. What a life, just watching other people play video games all day, and you can't look away. See, I can't do that. Yeah. Because I look away. Yeah. And look boom, he broke it. He beat the record. By 6.6 thousand. Well, he broke the record. Cut and dry. Let's roll credits, folks. That's it. Stop the count. <laughs> Stop the steal. <laughs> what what a what what a uh an honor. What a title. The first Lady of Donkey Kong. He kind of looks like John DiMaggio. He does. Oh my god. You're right. John DiMaggio pops up in Better Call Saul. John DiMaggio pops up in everything. I was I know. watching TMNT I just, the other day, and uh -huh. I hear a voice of a cartel leader, and I'm like, hey, that's John DiMaggio. I know yeah, that growl anywhere. I haven't seen him like in the flesh in a show or movie before. Not that I can recall. I recognized him and I could hear it in his voice. I'm like, holy shit, John DiMaggio. 
I know him well enough that I have like that image of John DiMaggio in my like head. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Guy's a real Walter White. Mm-hmm. Masking up before it was cool. Look at him. Wow. Is that an N95? I don't know. Bro could, bro could foresee COVID coming. Where are all these kids now, huh? How old would they be? They'd be like 30. Yeah, exactly. Give us an update. Maybe they're Who in our did- Discord and we make old jokes about them. Mm, could be. <laughs> I didn't know it was a world record. This Andrew kid's not saying much. He didn't say a thing. Not a single thing. Greg. Oh, Bond. Greg Bond. Greg Bond. Oh, speaking of uh, middle school science teachers, my 7th or 8th grade science teacher had a joke that he always liked to, liked to say. He says, the name is Bond. Ionic Bond. And he kept repeating it over and over again. He thought he thought it was so Ooh. good. Pull block. See- Mr. Brothy, pull a fucking block. Exactly. See, we would always say the mitochondria is the powerhouse the of the powerhouse cell. The powerhouse of the cell, baby. That was the meme. That was the meme. Yeah. I still have no idea what it actually means, but uh, I know powerhouse. Yeah. That's a massive thing of hot sauce. He's got to be in a Costco it's... or a Sam's. Yeah. Interesting, Billy. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. You know, he seems like a guy with a lot of integrity that really stands by everything he says and doesn't seem like a hypocrite in any way whatsoever. Uh, no, I agree. I'm, I'm yeah. with you. He's a stand-up guy. By the way, his dad looks like Angus Young. <laughs> Angus. That? Hold on, wait. Angus Young is ACDC. Okay. He's the guitarist for ACDC. <laughs> Oh, this story is so fucking creepy. Calling the pros. where does this take place uh steve lives in seattle billy's in like florida interesting Damn, let's uh, let's dox Roy Schilt here. Right. Egg. 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 
Bro, he was a real-life Andrew Tate back in his day. You ever get a gnarly piece of poontang? You're gonna leave that clean, huh? Yes. You left it very clean. Yes. Jay Leno. <laughs> I was about to do a Jay Leno impression, but I'm not no. going to. Manny hates Jay Leno. You hear about this? You guys hear about this? <laughs> I do hate Jay Leno. What a punchable face. Isn't that isn't that like a screenshot of me saying I hate Jay Leno? Probably. gotta have a face of your uh of your field it's very important you have to have one guy to represent you let me see so so this roy guy befriended steve allegedly because he thought steve could break the record and so he sent him stuff to give him an edge in doing so and so they tried to invalidate steve because of his relationship with him which steve was not aware of gotcha also, I found the I found the thing. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so someone, uh, Herman posted one day. Jelliano will have to answer for panning Miami Vice when he filled in for Robert Ebert, and I put in the gif of uh, ah Blade, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes pulling out the gun, and he's crying. And I said, "Why am I crying?" Though, <laughs> and I said, "Why?" <laughs> Sorry, this is a funny, t- uh, not sweet response. I said, why am I crying, though? Fuck Jay Leno and his big head. Uh, Gummy substance. There's a conspiracy here, Manny. Mm-hmm. I just saw another thing that seems like a conspiracy. I'll investigate hmm. after. Billy. <laughs> Billy's mother. How did we not bring that up when his parents showed up? I don't know. We failed. I was going for liar, liar. I know. What a sentence. (laughs) I did not threaten him. I did not threaten him. I did not. I did not. Genuine is a rapper. You fucking... Oh, oh, God. I talked over part of that monologue. I'm so sorry. Every time he brings... Every time he says kind of like the abortion issue, it catches me off guard.
Damn, that world record just disappeared like that. I love that everyone who knows Steve brings up that they think he's a loser in various ways. Because he probably is a loser. <laughs> he's never really been that good, guys. Go take some names, man. You're the best all around. Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. You're the best all around. There we go. I knew you were going to belt it, so I uh, didn't say anything. Yes. The superstars. CDG. You know all I can think of when I see everybody here at Fun Spot. What a bunch of virgins. Oh, guys, look, it's Mr. No Bitches. Yes. Best around. Nothing's ever keep you down. You're the best. <laughs> They're all just Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> Ten pieces of well done bacon. Here in my garage, just spot this uh, new Lamborghini here. Fun to drive up here in the Hollywood Hills. But you know what hey, I God. like a lot more than materialistic things? Knowledge. That's why I'm a lot more proud of these seven new bookshelves I made to hold the thousand new books I just bought. Uh-huh. Do you remember that video? That was everywhere from no. in like 2017. Really? No. Don't you don't remember so. Ty Lopez? No, not by name at least. Oh, interesting. So Steve is uh, calling Billy, but Billy did not pick up. Mm-hmm. I got that. Yep. So he's in Hollywood, Florida. That's where he is. Not in a suit. He's in the cool leather jacket outfit now. Because he's cool. Gilbert. That's my best. Nothing keep you down. Look at that crash scene. You ever get too many wild barrels? No. 
Speaking no? of barrels, when are we going to do the hobby comments? Hobbies? <laughs> I mean, I'll do them eventually. I don't mind watching those movies. Good luck. <laughs> This fella, he knows his name. I think we're about to get one of my most one of my favorite scenes in any any movie of all time upcoming here. That's what she said. Ha! Win a win it. This kind of makes me just want to go rewatch Wreck It Ralph. Never saw it. We talked about uh, that before. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. It makes me but the prodigy. <laughs> Bro, sounding like someone we know. Hmm. It's a mental sport, you know. You gotta, you gotta go home and you gotta train for it. And mm -hmm. the, the amount of time that it takes for our players to really just get it, you know. That's fun spot. I'm fascinated how they shot this conversation. If they split the crew and they had someone with Billy the same weekend or what? Or if they just cut it together later. Who produced the doc? I don't know who produced the doc. I know Seth Gordon's the name of the director. Gotcha. He went on to make Pixels and a couple other movies. <laughs> Pixels. You know, I've never seen Pixels. Me either. But he, oh. Steve has like cameoed in all the movies this guy's made since. Yeah. Of all the Sandler joints for me not to see, that's the one I haven't. Yeah. Uh, he also made Horrible Bosses, Baywatch, Identity Thief, and Four Christmases. Of those, the only one I've seen is Baywatch. Of those, the only one I've seen is Horrible Bosses. Interesting. I thought you were the prodigy. Yeah. Everyone has an off game. Definitely. 
They're trying to throw him off. I love it. Steve Weeby. Yeah, Steve said Weeby, so it has to be Weeby. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. You have two yule. Two yules. Okay. Who's this lady? His Nana? His mom? No, she's just like a gamer. She, her name's like okay. Doris, Doris or something, but he went to her house and brought her the Qbert machine because she loves the Qbert. Yeah. yeah. I think she died like a year or two after this came out, but mm. or she might have actually died before the movie came out. Gotcha. Gives me big Skyrim grandma. Oh, and vibes. she's dropping off Billy's tape because uh, in case Steve breaks it, Billy has a tape. Gotcha. This man is shaking. He's trembling. <laughs> you can see his soul just die. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the laser focus. <laughs> Wish I were good on the escalator stage. Yes. That clearing of the throat. Oh, man. This guy has the voice that you've been doing this entire commentary. <laughs> Damn. Again, this tight close-up. What's the deal here? He loves his tight close-ups. Mm -hmm. Nick, how would you describe the kinds of shots that uh, that Billy likes? He wants to look as cool as he possibly can. Uh, you were supposed to say tight. But tight, sure. tight, tight. Yeah. I gave you an actual answer. <laughs> I love using that item in Smash. Sound is so cool. Oh, here we go. Ooh, pinball. I was playing pinball with my boss last week, two weeks ago. Oh, I haven't played I haven't played in so long. The first game I played, not great, obviously, but mm. you know. There's a potential Donkey Kong kill screen coming up. And then the second one was just horrific. My second yeah. turn was awful. 
belly. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> Bro is molding. I know. So there's a YouTube video, just a, like a 30 second compilation of him saying this to everybody. And yeah. I watched it so many times that I thought that was the actual order of the movie. And I kind of wish it were. Hmm. Interesting. Him just saying kill screen to everybody back to back to back to back to back. Now, would all these people hovering over you make you better or worse? Because it would worse. make me worse. Yeah. It's not even just like a pressure thing. It's just like I get uncomfortable mm. with people behind me because I can't see them and I have no idea what's going on. Uh, bro is sad. <laughs> the shot lingering kills me so much. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna get you down. There's some real 2020 election vibes to this whole process here. We did it, Joe. You did it. You're gonna be the next president of the United Walter States. Walter Day's like fucking Mike Pence being like, well, folks, I guess we gotta honor the ballots. Bro looks like Franklin the Turtle. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> Mike Pence. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about someone in this. No. Mike Pence looks like a snapping turtle. Okay. For now. This was an important call. Bro truly is a disciple. Dude. Brian Koo's cabin. Cabin. Everyone get some dominoes, sit around and watch Billy's tape. There you go. There's your confirmation. 
guard the tape with his life. Do you think these people ascribe a bit too much importance to video games, Manny? Yes. Maybe just a bit. Yes. Yep, make sure the screen's nice and clean. They know Billy Mitchell can pay the promises, Nick. Mm -hmm. He's so cool. He's so rich, man. Did you know that? You know he has a successful. He's so cool. He has a successful hot sauce business on the side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just on the side. Might as well be called uh, Chris Pratt because he's so cool. Yeah. He's so happy. Well, there you go, folks. Cut and dry, right? He's taking it back. (laughs) (laughs) I have to return some videotapes. Jesus Christ. A oh, 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 one play, a one play only. One play only. Interesting. Um, no. Ooh. How could this happen? Illegal glitches. Obviously. (laughs) 
It's only glitches. It's just a glitch. It's because it's a copy, obviously. Damn. Upstaging Steve once again, folks. This music is killing me. It's so, like, <laughs> specific. I know. The editing is on point right now. Mm -hmm. Go play your keyboard, Doris. Oh, bingo! Gonna go play bingo. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> Let's go. I thought she's going to play Hubert. She went to play bingo. I've been busting my ass for five years playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. And this is the point in the late second act of the story where the hero is at his lowest low mm. before you get to the third act. Screenwriting 101, folks. Redmond, Washington, bro. Gonna go see Bethesda? Where, where's 343 located? They're in Washington somewhere. <laughs> They're in Redmond. Are they also in Redmond? Okay. Yes. That's who I was thinking of, by the way, not Bethesda. Bethesda's mm. in Austin. They might have one in Washington. Don't they? I think. Let me see. Austin and Dallas is what it says. Let's see. Okay. I like that we pause this movie in its tracks to hear Walter sing a song. This is why I love right? this movie. He's been busting his ass for 25 years. Mm -hmm. Making Twin Galaxies the leader in video game high scores. He would get a hundred at the uh, Korean karaoke uh, station that we had at WingerCon. Nintendo has a spot in Redmond. 
That's where NOA is based out of, I think. 343 is in there as well. Microsoft is obviously there. Bungie. Bungie's in in Bellevue, but... Bungie's still in Washington? I believe so. Okay. Mm, Those are the big ones. Okay. Oh, Niantic is also... They're in Bellevue, but... It is what it is. BMF. I don't know. USA. He pulled on the love. Bailey freaking Mitchell. My DNA wasn't DNA. It was USA. Bro's using that Xbox headset that you got when you got Xbox Live with the OG Xbox. With the Duke, yeah. Yep. Look at look at Halo Two era Master Chief on the thumbnail. As I always have. The gall of this man. The audacity. The audacity. 420? Hey, blaze it. (laughs) Oh, I am the fucking tiger, baby. Oh no, Red Bull. Heard it gives you wings. Heard it gives you diarrhea. Is that a Game Boy SP? It's 2005, so probably. Nice. It's all about the game. And how you play it. It's all about controlling if you can take it. (laughs) 
This song goes. To keep them alive. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Mr. Videotape. What a cool leather jacket he's got. It's got blue stripes, man. Bro's a biker. Those, look at all those dead cows. Exactly. Roy Schild. Ooh, cake. And he's watching us all with the eye of the tiger. tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yep. It totally is. I wish they didn't do the fades. I want to see everything he said. Damn. Heard no lies, though. It would be cool to have some random ass world record. This beat goes hard. Uh huh. I was not yawning, folks. That's definitely not what just happened there. Sorry. Ooh, let's see. I got a promotion from Nintendo, and it's for MLB Show 22. 22. I feel like I must have asked you this before, but have you started feeling any carpal tunnel of any kind yet? Oh, for sure. Because I feel like I haven't. Not to the degree where, like, I feel pain during or after playing video games or anything. Mm. Sometimes not, I get it. It's not happened to me. What's the gas price back in 05? Here we go. 
<laughs> Seems a little nervous, don't you think? I believe it. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you. That's how humans talk. Oh, hey, Doris is playing. Is it Kiber that she's playing next to the kid? Let's see. Cut back, you cowards. Show us Doris again. Release the Doris cut. <laughs> Let's go attack and berate them for not releasing the <laughs> Doris cut. Let's go bully a studio into giving this director 70 million more dollars. Oh, it was Kiebert here. That's what it had it on top. It was Kiebert. Cool. Yep. Never mind. We don't have to do it anymore. Okay. Even though she wasn't at the machine anymore. I love that all the people who don't like him say his name wrong. Because mm. mm -hmm. he said it was Weeby, so that means it's Weeby, presumably. But Billy and Walter, I'll say Steve Weeb. Bro, maybe he's a weeb. I was just thinking that. I hate that level in Smash Brothers. Of the Donkey Kong stage? It's so stupid. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Steve's just chilling right there. Mm-hmm. Just guys being dudes. <laughs> he did it. When away <laughs> there we go. I forgot I forgot they had that. See, at least he's showing him respect. He's buttering him up is what he's doing. Yes. They're building this up like when Thanos comes to Earth at the end of Infinity War. Exactly. Oh, what a good movie that is. I'm curious how I feel about those two movies when I watch them again. It spells Ricky with an E. I see people uh, like Ricky Henderson, the famous baseball player. His name is spelled that way. Who? Hey, look, it's Joust in the background. Did you know that Joust was uh, the first game in the Ready Player One book that they have to play. In the movie, it's the last game that they have to play. Well, no, they, they make they make a reference to it because they're going through all the different games. They're like, what about Joust? And then it doesn't end up being that and they fall through I the ice. I forgot about that. I've seen that movie only twice. I saw it once. I'm f I, I bought Good. it on Blu-ray before I saw it, so I still own it, but I've got no desire to see it again anytime soon. Oh, so I should clarify. He owns restaurants and he sells the hot sauce from the restaurant at retail. Mm. Doesn't just own a hot sauce business. Of course it does. Evelyn Mitchell, Billy's wife. Billy's, Billy's. wife. I like that you reference Scream, but in the liar, liar voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
You're so right, Walter. Bro's playing bowling. Let's see. What does he bowl? What's he bowl? Oh, is he a lefty? Looks like he's oh, a lefty. Let's see. Oh, that looked like it was going to get maybe like three. Yeah, it's going to get like six and then you'll have a bunch left on the left side. Yeah. At best. This is like the Rudy's that they just opened by uh by where I live. Mm. An announcement. We'll be curious to see how this progresses. Honestly, mm -hmm. I like that shirt that dude's wearing. That pink pillow right there? Yeah. I'd wear that. I've seen worse fits. Bro kind of looks like a giant Pepto-Bismol, but yeah, <laughs> it works. <laughs> Bro out here looking like it's Majin Buu. It's a public Buu place, from, dude. He looks like Majin Buu from Dragon Ball, but sure. Sure, that's a reference I get. Bobby will get it. I made that one for you, Bobby, in specific. Did you call him Babu? I think you called him Babu. At Babu first. Frick. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Babu Fritchell. I just love that um, a second ago, Steve said that... Uh, oh, we have two Steves. Steve Sanders said that Steve Weeby showed up uh, unexpectedly and uninvitedly. It's a public place. It's a restaurant. <laughs> You can't just not invite someone to a restaurant. He can go sit down at the restaurant. I've heard a lot of talk of the locust on Sarah. We've got to, got to neutralize that threat. Cover me! Damn! Sorry. I heard the tail end of that because Discord, when people get too loud, it cuts them off. Yep. You could probably guess what I yelled. Yeah. <gasps> he showed up? Oh, wow. Wow, look at him. They're here. Mr. Billy Mitchell has decided to show up. Love that they hold on this shot. Yes. This is cinema. Cinema at its finest. He's just <laughs> looming over him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. What a loser. Actually, he's a winner. He's been a winner his whole life. Haven't you heard all the talking heads, Manny? Mm, Haven't yep. you seen the fortune cookie? Yes, definitely have. 
Lol. Very funny. Wow. He's in the middle of the game, Steve. Don't do that. I would be so mad if someone came up and touched me and fucked up my run. You'd be mad if someone came up and touched you. Yeah, period. Yeah, someone did come up and touch me, and I was so fucking angry I've told that story too many times now this is what's important family time you're on vacation go have fun go off king yeah totally You're doing amazing, sweetie. I'm so sad Brian Q didn't seem to make the trip down to Florida for this section of the movie. Uh, the editing once again. Beautiful stuff. Quite enjoyed that tune. And the inner cutting. Ugh. The inner cutting. In fact that Billy Mitchell's a bitch. A motherfucker. It's about more than that. It's about an everyman going against the system. The system that doesn't want him to succeed. Doris!
What are you doing there, Walter? I forgot they made such a point of this in the movie itself. You're great, you're great, you're great. But you're not Billy Mitchell. Mm. Look at that death stare. God, he's such a fucking dick. And none of his friends will stand up to him. He died. <laughs> what? <laughs> that shot on, looks like he died. He died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> it literally looks like the thing that you show, and it says like yeah. four months after the taping of this, he died. At the end of a biopic or something. <laughs> yeah. The Donkey Kong Munity. I was waiting for a verdict there. The verdict is silence. Okay, fair enough. Oh, he's got the white New Balance dad shoes. Listen, those went hard back in the 2000s. No, they didn't. Yes, Don't... they did. Bullshit. They, they were never cool. Leave a comment below if the white New Balances were cool in the Fuck 2000s. No. Steve Weeby's record of 985,600 points has yet to be something publicly. He continues to play in his garage. Billy Mitchell's taped score of so was submitted to Guinness 2007. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, what's this? But! What's this? It says but! We got Donkey Kong sounds? On, On August, August 3rd, 2006. 2006. Steve Weeby scored 1,049,100 points, a new Donkey Kong World record. Steve Weeby now holds both the live and taped world records on Donkey Kong. Look at that. I like how they put 
2000, uh, a separation of 2000 points way, way up there on the graph. Right. Directed by Seth Gordon. There you go, folks. Now, can we talk about the controversy about what happened after? Yes. So I I, I pulled up Wikipedia to get some uh, verification on what's happened since then. So I don't know if I'll read it verbatim, but. What happened was that in August 2017, a member of the Donkey Kong forums expressed concern. I'm going to read some of this verbatim. Expressed concern related to a video posted online that Billy Mitchell had played both Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. that day, breaking records for both, but was using the same cabinet for it. And the circuit board had been swapped between the runs. The video did not show the complete runs, and it was believed that there may have been issues with the board swap. So... This got reported on, and it got sent to Twin Galaxies. Billy defended himself, but in, tw- in April 2018, Twin Galaxies announced that an investigation conducted into Mitchell's submitted scores found conclusive evidence that Mitchell used an emulator for the footage of his two high scores. In particular, the footage of these two scores showed the game loading in a way that could not be reproduced on original hardware, but was visually identical to how the game loads when played on MAME, which I believe is the name of the emulator. Yes, that is the emulator. Yeah, Twin Galaxies removed all of his scores from their records and prohibited him from submitting any further scores in the future. Subsequently, Guinness World Records released a statement that it would remove his scores as well. The removal also includes his Pac-Man high score and his first recorded perfect game. Billy challenged these removals and threatened to sue both Twin Galaxies and Guinness if they did not restore his records. In early 2019, he did file these lawsuits against Twin Galaxies as well, um, as well as the original person from the forum and YouTuber Apollo Legend, who did a big video on this when it was happening in 2018. After a judge ruled against Twin Galaxies' attempt to dismiss the case, Twin Galaxies filed a counterclaim against Mitchell and Walter Day in late 2020, alleging that they defrauded Twin Galaxies' current owners by selling the site's assets with the knowledge that the database contained fake scores, thus reducing its reputation and therefore its monetary value. In October 2021, a U.S. appeals court allowed Mitchell's suit against Twin Galaxies to proceed. Guinness World Records announced in June 2020 that after review, it could not find conclusive proof that Mitchell had used improper methods to achieve his high scores and restored both his Donkey Kong and Pac-Man records. So that was as of 2020. Sounds like the suits are still ongoing as of today. So I think it's still overall unresolved, but at least as far as Twin Galaxies goes, uh, that has been officially removed and he cannot submit scores again. And it sounds like even if that part were restored, it sounds like there's a lot of bad blood and they don't want to be associated with each other anymore anyway. Yep. So moral of the story is don't swap your your cards don't out swap to your put boards, an emulator folks. in there. <laughs> yeah, don't put an emulator when you're trying to go for a world record and then yes. try to claim that you're King of Kong. When you're not. Now I wanna you're look not. up I wanna look up what happened with Steve since the movie. Cause I think he and Billy sort of had some back and forth for a few years there on on records, but I wanna want to look him up on wikipedia here yeah i don't know anything else past the fact that billy was using an emulator on the board and that all of his records got stricken and they no longer count for anything and he essentially is defamed forever yes so uh the most recent thing in the high score section of steve's wikipedia let's see so in April 2018, the same time that they were removing Billy's scores, uh, Steve was recognized as the first person to ever reach a score of a million points. The title was granted by Twin Galaxies after it performed an investigation against Mitchell. In June 2020, he broke the 1.1 million point barrier by submitting a score of 1,106,200 to Twin Galaxies. This was performed on original hardware and stands as the 11th best score on the website. So what it sounds like to me, based on that, is that in two years, there were a ton of people who got like kept breaking the high score, and a bunch of people that got over a million after he was the first recognized score to break a million in 2018. 
by June 2020, two years later, there were 10 more people that had broken a million. Mm. So I don't know who holds the record at this particular moment, but I believe in this movie, it was like in the 800,000s and in the 900,000s eventually, and now it's past 1.1 million. So people have mastered this game. And I think this movie is part of that in terms of actually bringing awareness to the competitive scene for this game and for other arcade games as a whole. I think this movie did a lot for that. And even though it's not a positive portrayal of Billy, I still think for better or worse, he's sort of the face of that whole thing. He still is. Yeah. Even though I think everyone, most people don't have favorable opinions of him at this point, and it might affect people's opinions on the competitive gaming scene as a whole now. So that's what's happened since then. A lot has happened since then. And I think a lot of that has come as a result of the movie and the way it portrayed Billy and the way it portrayed Steve, particularly the way it portrayed Billy in a villainous light. But I also think even past that, these people don't have to say what they say or act how they do on camera, and yet they do. So there has to be some accountability for that on your own end, is what I would say about the whole situation. Fair enough. So how did you, uh, how'd you like the movie? It was enjoyable. Enjoyable. Are you going to give it a heart on the old box to when you can log it? Wow, when I can log it? Who said that I couldn't? I'm kidding. Yeah, I'll log it next week. You son of a bitch. I'm going to sabotage you right now. You're going to ruin no, the whole yeah. damn surprise. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I love it. I, there's a lot of stuff that just makes me laugh just the way, particularly the whole section with Brian Q is the funniest part of the movie to me because he is rattled immediately and it only gets worse. And as soon as Billy submits his tape, he's like, it's like he's back under a safe blanket again. He's just at peace again. It's hilarious to me. And again, I wish he was in the 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 third act, if you will, of the of the documentary. But yeah, I think it's hilarious. I think it's looks cheap and all that. But I still think in terms of actually just being an enjoyable documentary and in terms of taking like classic archetypes of of fictional characters and doing that for real people, I think it's fascinating in that regard as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, so Discord folks, I hope you enjoyed the movie if you hadn't seen it before. I hope you enjoyed the commentary. Um, it sounds like Manny enjoyed it, and I love this movie as much as I always have. So this was fun. I'm glad we finally did this. I've, I've had this on the docket since we uh, announced the Palooza dates, like, I don't know, like two or three months ago now. So that was King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. So that's all I've got. You have anything else? No, that's all I've got, pretty much. Okay. So that's going to be it from us. We've got our link trees down in the description. And that's all I've got. We will see you next time. We'll probably have an episode out next. I don't know exactly when it'll be, but we'll let you guys know. But that is all. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.